0: Hello, hello. I hope that this message is finding you well and that you are happy and healthy and this week has not been a complete and utter mess for you. (laughs) Um, With that being said, I think that this episode is going to be focused mainly on how to de-stress and how to actually start self-care. I think that It's a big opportunity for a lot of us, um, especially if you are a single mother or a single father or if you are the owner of a business or just somebody who is constantly moving and not taking the time to appreciate yourself. So if you are like the rest of Americans and you would like to lose 5 to 10 pounds or maybe even more. And you tend to carry that weight in your midsection. I invite you to look at your life and ask yourself, are you stressed? Now, I say that almost sarcastically because everyone I know is dealing with some level of stress. So, I started looking into it. And it seems so easy in thought. But it's hard to break away from it. So when you are stressed out, you release a hormone called cortisol. The cortisol is what actually attaches to you as fat. um, And it's really, really tricky and hard to get rid of. And the more stressed you are, the worse it gets, right? Which then you don't have time to exercise and it just turns into a whole big mess. So Let's talk about how do we de-stress. And I know you're probably sitting there and you're probably rolling your eyes and you're thinking, well, I can't just quit my job. I can't quit my life. I can't just, you know, do this, that, or the other. That's fine. Um, But there are things that you can do to release that stress or relieve it in little moments something that I like to do at the end of every work day because sometimes my work is very stressful mentally not physically but mentally it's very stressful so what I like to do um when I when I'm done for the day because I do work from home I will turn off my computer and I will sit for a second I will take a huge deep breath in through my nose, and I will sigh it out through my mouth. So it sounds something kind of like... (sighs) And then I say, I am done for the day. I will not take this with me when I walk away from this chair. And what I try to do is cut that off from bringing it to my daughter or to my dog or to anyone I deal with in those moments after I'm done with work. When I am done with work and I have clocked out for the evening, I am done. I don't want that to come with me. It's not fair, so I check it at that door as I walk out of my office. That's one way you could do it. Another way is I do random stretches through the day or I will get up and I I it's gotten to the point that sometimes I will set an alarm on my phone or I will actually program it into my work schedule where I will schedule five minutes away and I just put away I don't put what it's for I just put away and I will get up and walk around whether that's go outside and check the mail or that's if you're in an office setting maybe getting up and walking around the building just something to like break the day so I don't sit there and just constantly let it pile on. I know that that's not feasible for everyone. Um, Another thing you could do is maybe even just stand up and reach as high and as tall as you can, and just breathe in and breathe out and just kind of let it go. And just for a moment, Be in the present moment and focus just on those breaths. Maybe take two or three deep breaths and just feel those breaths and then go back to work. Um, If it's not at work, and let's say that it's after your day has ended and you're coming to the close of your night, but you're still feeling a little on edge, or you're trying to numb yourself by, you know, doom scrolling on your phone, or watching mindless TV that you don't really enjoy, I would invite you to try meditating. I know in the first couple of podcast episodes, we had talked about tips for manifesting and like how to like, clear your mind and things like that. I'm understanding that people are under the impression that meditating means that you have to be completely silent and you can't have any thoughts that could be the furthest thing from the truth. Um, For me, when I start to meditate, I will sit and the thoughts that I have would make a sane person laugh. Like I will be in the middle of trying to meditate and I will be counting breaths. And all of a sudden I wonder why pineapples have those little spiky husks on them where does that come from? Why would that be the thought that I'm having in the moment when I'm trying to relax, right? So I acknowledge the thought and then I just let it go. I don't sit and have a conversation with myself about said thought. I just acknowledge that I've had it and I let it go. Um, another thing with meditation that you can try is counting the breaths. Um, and another thing is is you don't have to be sitting in the lotus position. You could be laying on the ground, you could be laying in your bed. You don't always want to fall asleep. I mean if it if it's something that you're trying to do and you're trying to um do a sleep meditation, then that I mean sure, fine, go to sleep. Um a lot of the guided meditations that I do will set an intention before the meditation starts. And that could be something that you wanna do. Like if you're trying to de-stress, then you would set the intention for de-stressing. If you're trying to relax, you could set the intention for relax. If you're trying to get in touch with your higher self, then make that your intention. All of those are ways that you can go inside and have that channel with your, your higher self. Or your subconscious. Um, I love to meditate. Sometimes it's only five minutes long that I will meditate, and I set a clock, some a timer, sometimes, um, just so I can get out of out of my own way. Sometimes, <laughs> um, so you could start that slow. You could start with five minutes. You could start with two minutes. You could start with one minute of meditation where you just count your breath for one minute. And let it go and then be done. And that could be your minute. Um, It doesn't have to be some big thing. As you start doing it more though, you're going to find the peace that you find in it. And then you're going to start setting your intentions bigger. Um, I like to meditate my dream reality. Like, you know, if I'm looking to add a partner, I will... Meditate on what he looks like, um, and you know all that kind of fun stuff. Or like if I'm manifest, if I'm trying to manifest my dream job, I will meditate what that dream job is going to look like, and I will do that through my, you know, inner self versus speaking it out. But meditation is by far one of my favorite things and a lot of the the big manifesting coaches um that I've been reading lately from um from Peel which we talked about in last episode um Vincent Norman Peel to Wayne Dyer to even Gandhi um they all meditated um don't be afraid to try it. It can't hurt. And if you, there's no right, right or wrong way to do it. So like, don't think that if you get into meditation, and you're trying to meditate, and you just have all of these jumbles of thoughts, it's your first time or your first attempt or first several attempts. Sometimes it might take longer than that for you to actually get to a point where you're not thinking in the meditation. And that's okay, too. Um. I know that a lot of my friends who meditate, they don't meditate in traditional sense. They will listen to their favorite music and it's not normal. It's not music with lyrics. It's more like binaural beats or um, I know that Andre 3000 just released a really cool album and it's all beats. There is not a single lyric And those are really cool to meditate to. Um, Another favorite way for me to meditate is, and it's going to sound so odd, is mowing the grass. I love it. It's a mindless activity for me. I like the going up and down and the pattern that I'm following. And it just allows me to be in the moment and focus on myself. And I can't explain it (laughs) I'm sure like I've talked to people who paint they feel that way when they're painting I've talked to people who work with wood and they they feel the same way I've talked to runners um whenever you hear a runner talk about that runner's high that they have it's a form of meditation for them to me I used to run I could not run like that now um And that's not by choice. It's a medical issue, but um, boxing was another one for me. Um, So that leads me to my next thought. If meditation's not for you, find an exercise that you do enjoy. And I know a lot of people are like exercise and enjoyment, but there are things that I enjoy that are exercise related. I love walking. I love hiking. I love being outdoors with my dog sometimes that is the best form of de-stressing that I could ever have. And, and it's free. It's 110% free. Just me and him hit the pavement and whatever happens, happens. Um. So if you have something like that, whether it's fishing, I know a lot of people who fish and enjoy it and it's a de-stressing. The goal here is, is to find something that you love to do that calms you and takes you out of that headspace of constant worry, stress, and anxiety. Um, Another way to to de-stress would be maybe take time out for yourself. If you're like me and you burn from both ends because you have so much going on and you just feel guilty when you take time for yourself, Maybe scheduling time for yourself, whether it's a couple hours in the day you take PTO from work and you just sit in your bed and read or you just sit on the couch and relax for a couple of hours. Maybe you do it for an eight hour day. I don't know what that looks like for you, um. but taking out and carving that time for yourself is very, very crucial for de-stressing. Another way that I have de-stressed, um, it may not be the healthiest, um, but I will take a very thick pillow and I will press it to my face and I will scream as loud as I can into that pillow. Um, I don't have secluded woods where I can go outside and scream. If you do, great. Take advantage of that. Go outside in the middle of the woods and scream. Just make sure nobody can hear you. Um, We don't want people thinking you're in trouble. Um, And screaming in your house, if you have other people who live with you, they might not appreciate that. Um, So I scream into my pillow. And believe it or not, it does relieve that stress and tension. Um, So if those are things that might help you, and there may be other things that I haven't even thought of that you might enjoy doing that you feel good in the moments doing it um, that are healthy for you, I highly suggest looking into that. Something else that I will mention, and it's extremely difficult right now, especially with the way that our economy is and having access to certain things, um, your diet. you got to watch your diet um, and drink water. If you're not drinking your water and you're not watching your diet, that can lead a lot to your stress because mentally you're full of gunk because... And you can test this. I mean, there's been tons of tests and articles written on it. But if you don't believe it, test it for yourself. If you eat processed foods um, like Doritos and drink sugary pops like Pepsi or Dr. Pepper and you eat significant amounts of those and you journal how you feel when you're eating that stuff, like as you as that's what you're eating and ingesting and then you switch to a whole food diet where you're eating your leafy greens, you're eating your, you know, different colored vegetables. Potatoes are good. I do love my potatoes. However, they are so full of starch, so they're not a healthy vegetable. Um, And fruits are great, but there are a lot of natural sugars. So if you have sugar issues, watch your fruit intake. Um, I love Brussels sprouts, lettuce, cabbage, um, all of that stuff, try mixing that into your diet and then evaluate how you feel. You'll probably feel a little bit better when you're eating the healthier stuff because your body is getting the nutrients that it's doing without. In the old days, when, like, I'm going to say, like, goodness, probably 1960s to 1980s, our food was more nutrient-rich. We have lost a lot of that in our, in our production sources, whether that be the ground or through scientific measures. Um, so you're not getting all of those daily vitamins that you were then when you ate versus now. Now a lot of our stuff has sugar in it, um, especially a lot of the processed stuff. If you're... I had a teacher one time tell me, if you 're shopping in the inner aisles it 's all processed. If you look at the ingredients and actually do your research on what the ingredients are you 're going to find a lot of sugar and a lot of bad chemicals. If you shop on the outside circumference of this of the grocery store that 's where the healthier stuff is that 's where the more natural stuff is not organic i 'm not saying organic i 'm saying like you're going to find your meats, you're going to find your vegetables, you're going to find your dairy. It's not a lot of processed stuff. So that if you start eating more like that, you're going to find that you're feeling a lot better, I promise you. So now on to the self-care, because those were tips for de-stressing. But once we found out like how to like kind of calm ourselves down, We have to remember, we have to build ourselves back up, right? So the only thing I can tell you about self-care, you got to find something to do for you that allows you to love yourself. As I said, I'm a mother and I will do anything I can for my daughter, for my dog, I will more than likely spend money on them that I wouldn't spend for myself. Sorry, hold on. All right, let's try that again. Apparently, um, Mr. Chance had a nightmare and he or he was dreaming and that set him off. So I apologize. Anyway, where was I? Self-care. So we have to find things for ourselves that, allow us to love ourselves and when you're giving to everyone else and you're pouring from your cup if you're not getting stuff poured back into your cup how can you continue to pour it out and I love this quote that I saw and I don't have the quote exactly Um, But it was something along the lines of, even the airlines know how important self-care is because they tell you that you have to put your mask on before you can help anyone else. And I feel like that's a huge call out. If you're not doing at least one thing a day for yourself and really focusing on what will help you, then... It's no wonder that you're under the amounts of stress and anxiety that you're under. So I encourage you to look around this next week and find one thing for you. And I don't want to tell you that it can't be food related, but try to make it something else. Try to make it something that you do for yourself, not just something you feed yourself. I feel like as Americans, we tend to reward ourselves through food. Um, And that's how we become emotional eaters is because we use it as comfort, we use it as reward, we use it as whatever. And I think that if we can find things that we love to do for ourselves that aren't related to food, it's going to help us not feel the stress (laughs) because I feel like it's it's a it's a circle right so you get stressed out that causes the the stress hormone to riddle your body with fat and then because you can't lose weight you get more stressed and then you eat bad and then you stop taking care of yourself so like it's just this constant circle that if you don't break it at some point it doesn't stop So, find something for yourself that makes you happy. Um, If that's dyeing your hair, I mean, you can't do that every day or whatever, but that's monthly or every five weeks or whatever. Um, If it's getting your nails done, my best friend loves to get her nails done and her eyelashes done, and it makes her feel good about herself. So, you know what? Do that. Um, If it's going and walking in nature... And throwing a line in a in a pond or a body of water, do that if it's going to the shooting range and unloading a thousand bullets into a metal square. Do that. I don't care what it is, and it may not be something that you can do every day, but it should be something that you can do every week every month, something that is for you that you know is coming. And it doesn't always have to cost you money either. Um, Like I said, something that I consider self-care is getting out in nature with my dog. I love doing that. I look forward to that. I count on that. He counts on it. We go rain or shine, snow or not. um, As long as he can go, we're going. So it's, it's something I thrive on. Um, and it may be something that you enjoy, or maybe sitting in a room, a quiet room, and diffusing lavender while you pet your cat is something that makes you happy again. Whatever it is that works for you, because at the end of the day, we're trying to get rid of the cortisol in amounts, right? I know we can't do it all at once, and I know that it can't be done forever. But if we can find little things that help us get over those constant floods of cortisol into our bodies, I think that we would be happier and we would be able to manifest the life that we want to live. Because isn't that what this is all about, right? If you're not happy, if you're stressed out all the time and you're in a high anxiety setting all the time. Is that the life that you want? Because it's not the life I want. That's why I started the podcast. I wanted something new. I want to help people. If I could do anything and not fail, I would be a life coach or a personal trainer or something of that nature because I thrive on helping people and making people feel better And that's not a reality for me to quit my day job and do that yet. So, you know, I find ways to release that stress. So that way I'm not building up and I'm not taking it out on the people I love. And I'm not always good at it. Like you saw the last couple of weeks, I think I talked about how hard life was and how frustrated I was and... I remembered who I was and what I wanted and got back to my self-care and got back to my de-stressing and started doing the things that I know make me feel better. And it's easy sometimes to walk away from that stuff because, you know, sometimes we don't even, we can't even justify taking five minutes for ourselves. But at the end of the day, if you don't love you, who's going to? It is not your husband, your partner, your wife, your spouse, whatever. It's not their job to take care of you. It's not their job to make you feel better. It's your job. They're there as support, but they're not the primary source of happiness for you. And they shouldn't be because that's not fair to put that on any single person. So you have to take care of you so you can take care of everyone else. And with that, I send you all the love in the world and I hope that this week is an amazing week for you and I hope if you haven't already found the thing that makes you happy, you find that this week and you're able to do it and feel a little bit better in this crazy thing we call life. Have a great day.